Oh, hey, good morning. Welcome back. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Appreciate you listening. You, you, you. When are we going to get another song from these guys? I cannot wait. I we just talking know. about it. I think I can wait. Rocco. You don't like Anderson Pack and uh, you know, Bruno together? I'm, I'm, I, I like them individually more. This whole new music that sounds old. Yeah, I'll just listen to the oldies. <laughs> I like yeah. the oldies, and it makes yeah. me and then I can go. Hey, I remember my grandma used to play the song for right, me. But right. making new music that sounds old, I'm just gonna. Uh, I don't always hate it, but I'm not on. I don't stand any. You of know, this. but it's everything is like that. Fashion, mm-hmm. you know, comes back. Like all the '80s stuff is back. I remember when I was a kid, like when pumps shoes yes became like a big thing again. I would go into my mom's closet looking right. for some. You know. Um, yeah, you know, acid wash, as as our buddy uh, uh, you know Rocco what? knows. Hey, thank you. I'm with you, I think, on this, Miss Shannon, mm-hmm. in, the, in the sense that when I sometimes hear kind of retro music, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I am intrigued by these two people working together. I think, I don't know. I want to see what their next song is. When I saw them, was I think they, they unveiled it. Was it at the Grammys where we saw them perform live? Yeah. I yep. really enjoyed that. So it, it makes me go... This would put, I'd be willing to go see them do as a performance, but I would like it to be a component. Like if they had one throwbacky or two throwbacky songs on you. an entire album, yeah. but making a, uh, an entire album this, this. Yeah. Uh, but how do you feel when uh, Bruno did um, The Time when he performed oh, at the, the Grammys? I got to tell you, because that I've, was one of the best things yes. I've ever seen. I was like, because I was, I've been a Bruno Mars fan, but just, right. I, you know, I had no idea he could play guitar like that. And I was like, is this fake? Because he <laughs> right. is just shredding. Right. Oh, were you, you looking I mean? at him more as just a dancer, not yeah, just, I thought, but a okay, singer, he's a super performer. talented mm-hmm. guy. He can, and I heard he was a drummer, blah, blah, blah. You know, people that I think see he him does live, a he lot. Drums. He plays a lot of he instruments. He came out and just shredded a Prince guitar solo. And I'm like, is this real? So the yeah. art, the art side of him, I think is fantastic. Yeah. And that, so I want this to be a project, not what he just does from now on, I guess is where yeah. I'm at. I would agree with that too. And I'm always fine when somebody does a throwbacky album like, you know, the the Foo Fighters do in their throwbacky album that oh, they're yeah. doing right now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. do a uh, uh uh like a specialty project. But if the Foo Fighters starts making disco albums all the time, I did you agree. guys talk about you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, they're doing I can't their BGs. They're doing uh, a BGs album. The Fijis or the Fujis? No, they are Not the, the Fujis. There there are the Fujis. <laughs> no, so- <laughs> wait, what did they call the album? They called it something like the the Fijis? The Instead DGs. of the BG, the, D- the DGs, the DGs, the DGs. Oh yes. yeah, the DGs. Yes, That's so funny. I, <laughs> so that I like. I like them going. Hey, we're gonna do something special for like record sure. store day. So we're gonna do a specialty thing. So if that's what Bruno and Anderson Pack do, cool. Like yeah. they're just like this is you know if this is their side project. But I don't want all their music to be this. That's I just all I'm saying. All right. Well, this is sad. Uh, Biz Marquis died on Friday, um, probably due to complications from diabetes. He was only 57, best known for his 1989 hit, Just a Friend. I remember the first time I heard this, I was like, what in the hell is this? This is like you're at karaoke and you're like, okay, get this guy. (laughs) No disrespect to the dead, but... Now, I loved it. And I, I was like, this I is going to be the song that we always, I could speak. I'm like, this is our new sing at the barbecue song. I knew that it was going to be. And it was. And, and it was. Know, and it, of course, it does grow on you. But it makes you wonder what music director at a radio station goes, yep, we got a hit. <laughs> You're right. Like, why green light this? And, uh, you know, whoever yeah, did so many was a genius. Right. It's like legendary. 
And yeah. I just feel like there must have been some station in New York. It was. That was like, hey, yeah, it was, was a station in New York at it at the time. Because <laughs> Biz Marquis would always just show up at our appearances. I got and something like, for you. Right. Yeah, he would just be like, hey, what's up? And he would just sit back and chill and hang out with us. That's a like, fantastic story, Donna. Because yeah. we have rappers in town, like when I worked at the hip hop station in town, yep. that would always just come by. And drop one. And they're just they're like, so casual. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I got this for you. And yeah. you go, okay. And they just hang out and watch what you're doing. <laughs> and just like, if somebody recognizes them, they would like shake hands. Right. And like take pictures. Hey, man, I'm biz. Yeah. And, I, and, and I mean, all of the stories, because he did one show for us when we were, when I still worked at the hip hop station a million years ago. And I thought he was, the, again, just the nicest, most sweetheart. genuine guy. Just a sweetheart. Right. And the, all the stuff you did for the community, the fact mm-hmm. that he ended up in children's programming. Yeah. Just a wonderful, you know, Human, human being, being. right? So, R.I.P. Bismarcky. So sad. Fifty-seven. That's so that's young. young. I know. I'm knocking on that door. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, enough about me. Um, <laughs> hey, rumor has it. Let's see what I did there. Yeah, Adele has a new man in her life. <laughs> what do you think of this? Okay, so okay, I'm trying to to, to put the strings together. So it's. Who's manager? So the manager of uh, LeBron James, I believe. Do I have that right? I like that for her. I'm not familiar with Jonathan Dickens, I believe his name is, as a human being. But I do. No, that's wrong. That's not. That's her manager. Okay, let's look up his name. Rich Paul. Here we go. There we go. There we go. I'm trying to figure out because I I saw that she was dating somebody and I went good for her and now I have to do all of the due diligence on whether he is a good human being. So do right. we know that yet about this guy? I don't know. Guy? I assume if I I assume he's successful, right? Because if you're the agent of Le, LeBron James, you're probably doing all right, right? Right. So they so we've seen them. Here's the thing: we've seen them out and about at games, right. just hanging out. They um, seem to be enjoying themselves. All of the 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 candid pictures that they have seems the two of them together. The reason why I like this for her is I think it I'm a big fan of of pairings that are adjacent to one another, not the same thing. Yeah. I think it's very difficult when you do exactly the same thing. Yeah, you can so, both be work in entertainment correct. but in different areas. Right. Or like you get a makeup artist marrying an actor. Correct. Yes. You know, and I think that all comes around together where you're still creative. But you're creative in different ways so that you can still support one another yes, so that it doesn't compete. feel right. And so even when it seems to go well, when you do the same thing, it does still be, well, whose album did better or whose did this or, you know, there's still true. a little piece of that. It is Even true. if you're not in the same, like if you're Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, they're not even the same genre. Right. But now they got to do things together. And then now we have met, you know, I feel like there's a lot more of that. If we're Beyonce and Jay-Z, it's. Well, when are they, well, Jay-Z's going to be on our album, right? And she's going to be on his. And it's just, yeah. I like this adjacency I, in, in I the like relationship. That. I never really thought of it in those terms, but definitely like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, I'm just happy to see her happy. You know, I don't know too. him well enough that I care, but I follow her and I want her yeah, to be happy. And she seems like she's doing well. I want music. Oh, but I wonder, I, I hope that. I, I I think that she is a versatile enough artist that it won't be like a Taylor Swift because you could tell Taylor Swift's moved by her album. You're oh, like, okay, well, like, yes. like, so I think I, I think that a, a a happy, well, you know, well-adjusted Adele will still make beautiful music. songs. Right. Absolutely. 
Ah, uh, so fingers crossed for new music from Adele. Yes. When we come back, uh, let's talk about these beds at the Tokyo <laughs> yes. Olympics that they have <laughs> for their um their athletes. athletes. Mm, I don't get it. We'll tell you what we're talking about when we come right back on my talk one oh seven one. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast and for keeping my groin. Comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately, <laughs> Donna. You do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high performance and eco friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And uh, he's out today. Steve is out. Miss Shannon is in. Hello. DJ Rock Lobster's with us, too. Clop, clop, clop. Nice. Rocco. Oh, sorry. You want to hit the real thing? DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Isn't she that was great? very. I had not heard that, yeah. Rocco. And she looked. Highly disappointed and impacted that you were not playing. That's, I know. <laughs> I know. I had, I had forgotten to switch over my setup from Dawn's setup. Oh, Damn it, Rocco, you're in timeout. That's it. <laughs> Anything with air horns. I mean, that air horn, that gives me, I'm like, I get chills. I get I chills. I love it. So, okay. So, are you guys still excited about the Olympics? Normally, I'm super all about the Olympics. Mm. Um, I am torn with I the summer. Watch the, I will watch the opening ceremony. Okay. And I am just very, normally it's it's destination programming for me. You know, I, you know, it's the, the summer Olympics were always my jam, probably because I grew up in Arizona and I could relate to a lot of the sports. The winter ones, I liked some, but it was like, eh, I don't really get them. So the it's, summer Olympics were my thing. Yeah. And so I have been, you know, really concerned about all of the athletes, all of the stressors that have been placed on them. And these are people that like spend so much of their 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 athletic career just preparing for this. Right. And so I'm very concerned, concerned for their safety, their mental health. All of those. There's just a little over 20 percent of the Japanese public is fully vaccinated. Right. And they're having so much so many. So it was already going to be problematic. Well, and we're so already we're seeing, to... I mean, somebody, uh, an Olympic gym, gymnast just tested positive. Positive, right. yep. Coco yep. Goff, the tennis player, uh, yesterday announced she's not playing. because. And of that's a... so that's sad. Right. Like, you spend so much time and then you get there and then you can't perform uh, and you can't compete. And, you know, so it is good to be able to see when we have a story like this, this is more of a silly story. So that the know that there still are those silly conversations that mm-hmm. are going on about <laughs> the Olympics. <laughs> right. Because what, uh, what started is that one of the um uh they they got photos of 
the sleeping scenarios they were going to have there oh, yeah, in the barracks and the bunks. And so they started talking about them. And so one of the um, comp- competitors had put up this picture of these beds that are made of like industrial strength cardboard. And the, they were saying on Twitter that these are anti-sex beds. <laughs> because you can't fit more than one person on these beds. And that's why they created them. And then, you know, there there's the there was a bunch of funny tweets that were going on where like, you know, one of our, our, our long distance runners was like, oh, no, you can fit four of us. We're tiny. We could all fit on this one. And <laughs> and I was really enjoying all of that. But of course, the uh, the bed makers were like, no, these are high quality, you know, recyclable, you know, sustainable materials and they can they can go up to 400 pounds and they're saying that's not why they were created they were already created before all of these things now hmm. the thing i think is funny though donna is that the olympics organizer organizer were like yeah you're right these are very sustainable beds but still don't get busy still <laughs> like, oh, it doesn't have gosh. anything to do with the beds but they were encouraging them to be less contact and there were con- i mean there were stories both pre-covid where there was like hookup central right. in Olympics Village, and they were, and they were trying, condoms. they were giving out condoms, and they were trying to like cut down because there's been other issues that came during this, and they right. were trying to make it not party town, and so they're still going. Yeah, the beds are super dope, but still don't make it party town. I'll tell you what, <laughs> you know what these beds are good for, hmm. like. I don't know if you've got a cabin and you know you've got yeah. extra guests coming. And you don't want to invest in buying a bed and you don't, you know, it, it it's off the ground. So you're not just laying on right. an air mattress on the ground. It's pretty cool. I'm going to link all they these look pictures like up something that we would buy at Ikea. If you yes. had like, you know, if you wanted to have a, if you, instead of buying bunk beds, if you had enough space and, and you had two kids that were going to have two, you could buy these instead of two twin beds and they'd yes. be fine. You know, because they're I like the, the, the company Airweave is like cardboard beds are actually stronger than the one made of wood or steel. I don't okay. know about that. Simmer down cardboard bed makers. I get- <laughs> hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved. And get this. All ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> they're like, how dare you disparage our cardboard beds? Yeah, um, they're 
They were like, even their the module mattresses are customizable to suit athletes of all body types, and the beds can sustain up to four hundred and forty pounds, enough for even the most imposing Olympians. Okay, okay, all right. You know the weightlifting guys, right? You know, you know the, the, the shot wrestlers. put people, the, yeah. yeah, you know, kind of thing. But there's still there's other things that they're doing to discourage the carousing. So like the alcohol sales are going to be banned. Um, normally they distribute wow. the condoms that you mentioned. Um, so now they're basically saying you know because they started doing those in the Seoul Olympics back in '88, and so they're going to be encouraging safe sex, but only about a third as many of the cond- condoms that they normally distribute are yeah. they giving out because now they're saying well we didn't mean for you to use up all the condoms here we meant for we you to take, take them back them to home. your communities <laughs> and get your communities to have sex right. so don't don't I, go to town i don't know why anyone who is in the midst of performing yes. would be drinking mm-hmm and or having sex, unless this is like after they're done, they win their medal, then they all party. I feel the opposite. I feel like you worked really hard to get here. And especially a lot of them are like young, younger than us. Uh, you worked really hard to <laughs> get think? here. Right. Yeah. You worked really hard to get here. Uh, you're in this scenario. There's all this energy and hormones and all of this stuff going on, and you're surrounded by other really fit people. I can see there being a lot of energy where you're going. Like, it's a party. What if you have? What if you have to perform tomorrow? Hey, we've done that. Where we've had to work the next day, I and know, we still got not, went through a whole bottle of wine. So I don't <laughs> think I think it's all on layers and levels. And so you sure. got we got all this nervous energy. Maybe I'll you know. It's like we we may not make it to another Olympics. Let's just go. Maybe that some of them hey, are YOLO in, in the Olympic be. Village. That's just crazy. Again, I'll link this up on the show links page so you can see what these bids uh, look like. But yeah, um, we're going to find you one for the cabin. Yes, mm-hmm. I would love that. Um, also, Rocco had mentioned in his Dirt Alert Toyota who is a top corporate sponsor for the Olympics, has decided to pull all of its uh, Olympics-related TV commercials in Japan because they were afraid that because... They were afraid it would tarnish their brand being associated with the Olympics. It shows how unpopular they are. Right. Well, right now, like you said, they're in their fourth state of emergency because of the uh, rise in the Delta variant. And so they're like, why are are more people coming here? Right. Mm -hmm. So it makes you wonder if other sponsors will be pulling out. So... We will see. Let's play Pull a game. Out, yeah. oh, stop it, Rocco. 651-641-1071. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Give us a call. Tell us who you think is going to win. And if you guess correctly, you will win a fabulous prize. Hey. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Right now in the Twin Cities, it's 81, and I know Miss Shannon knows what that is in Celsius. Oh, of course, it's 27. Yeah. 27 so, degrees Celsius out there. All right, and that's your weather forecast. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that, Don? 
I was told there would be no math. You, you just, don't convert. You don't yeah. convert no, in your brain I, just on the fly. You no, multiply by five ninths, and that's how you get it. Yeah, see, it's just super easy. We do it all the time. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, nerds. Uh, let's play again. It's time, time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, me. <laughs> I want to see how smart you are. I love it. Donna, we know the score. You had like a 69 to like 63 lead. Or t- and then Steve came back and won like six or seven in a row to oh, make wow. it 70-69. Okay, okay, I accept that. Yeah, It's funny, I'm glad to be here today because one time you and Steve were both out, Donna. Okay. And they said, okay, uh, who's, it, it, they asked me whether I was a Donna or a Steve and it was, it seemed the general consensus of all of my talkers is that I'm a Donna. Okay. Personality wise. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Brock was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you're, okay. Yeah. You're I a was little compl- more focused than Steve. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, yeah, you're less squirrel like. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, so it's like now it's Donna versus Donna. So this goes back to our Loki conversation. We're just Loki variants. So yes. I'm good with this. Well, and I think <laughs> you're going to like this because you guys are both, you both have music disc jockeying in your past. Yes. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but only one of you has a child. So we'll see. Who thinks of this? Uh, oh, who, th- who can name mainstream musicians with children's music albums? Oh, okay. This okay. was inspired because yesterday I went to the Okie Dokie Brothers concert. <laughs> oh, that's right, Rocco. And it made me think about kids' music. And here to play the game alongside you two is Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi. So, Pam, we're going to take a quiz on mainstream musicians with children's music albums. Who do you think knows more about that, Miss Shannon or Donna Valentine? Oh, I'll go with Miss Shannon. Ah, well, okay. thank you, Pam. Me so, go bye-bye. So now Donna's going away. I think you might have picked right. Miss <laughs> Shannon and I have kids about the same age. Yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. I kind of phrase these questions in a way that I think even people without kids could get. So. Okay. Um, okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to put Pam on hold, and I am going to ask the first question. I'll start the music, and I'm going to give you three questions okay. about mainstream musicians with children's music albums, and it goes like this. Name the duo who, in addition to numerous kid albums, did the theme songs to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Malcolm in the Middle, and The Daily Show. Um, they might be giants? Beardy soundtrack guy with the 1994 album Return to Pooh Corner. Oh, pass. Hip-hop duo member with the soundtrack album to his Cartoon Network show Class of 3000. I'll say Bismarcky. Uh, what was the other one? The middle one question The middle again? one was Beardy soundtrack guy with the 1994 album Return to Pooh Corner. Oh, um, uh, uh. Oh, that's gonna bother me. Well, maybe Pam can help you out. We'll pull Pam back. Beardy up. soundtrack guy. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with the first one, Pam. I was terrible at that, Pam. I'm sorry. The duo who, in addition to numerous kid albums, did the theme songs to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Malcolm in the Middle, and The Daily Show. Miss Shannon said they might be giants. Your thoughts? Oh, no idea. Okay, we'll stick with that one. <laughs> Second one is Beardy soundtrack guy with the 1994 album Return to Pooh Corner. Shannon didn't really have an answer. No. Uh, is it Randy Newman? What do you think, Miss Shannon? Um, 
I don't think so, but I didn't have an answer. So let's go with that. Okay. And mm-hmm. the third one is hip hop duo member with the soundtrack album to his Cartoon Network show, Class of 3000. I I have a better answer for that. I, I think, think. I think that's allowed. Is that allowed? Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Pam? I'm thinking Andre th- uh, uh, Andre 3000 from, um, uh, yes, that is what I'm going to stay with. I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we've got those answers. Let's see if, uh, Miss Shannon, you want to yell yes. at Donna to come back in? Okay, thanks, Pam. I did find out, Pam, that if you do win, you'll get a My Talk t-shirt. So that's that. All right, you got, you got okay. a good shot at this. Really? This is very hard. We'll All of his quizzes are hard. Well, I try to quiz you and okay. challenge you. I thought this was a fun one, though. Yeah. I, I, I had pre... I had pre questions in my head and he did not pick any <laughs> I know I know oh, oh yeah sometimes like, you just come up with the three I knew things. which ones I would bring up and he did not bring up any of those <laughs> okay so again these are main street mu- musicians or acts yeah mm-hmm. with uh, children's music albums okay and it's gonna go like this duo who in addition to numerous kid albums did the theme songs to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Malcolm in the Middle and The Daily Show <laughs> next Beardy soundtrack guy with the 1994 album Return to Pooh Corner. Mm, pass. <laughs> and a hip-hop duo member with the soundtrack album to his Cartoon Network show Class of 3000. Um, Run DMC. The first one is Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> okay. And the second one is the guy from ZZ Top. Okay, we're going to give the prize to Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Those were fun, though, because yeah. I was thinking there are so many. I mean, uh, uh, one of the things that's really cool about um, a lot of kids music and Rocco can probably attest to this is a lot of people our age that hated all of the like you're like this music all sucks. So a bunch of bands started making kids albums that give you better earworms. Got it. And can that I get is why the answers. Today. Um. Maybe <laughs> I was actually finding some of the songs for you. Okay. Um. So the uh the hip no the the duo who in addition to making a bunch of kids albums did the theme songs for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, The Daily Show, and Malcolm in the Middle. That is, they might be giants. Yay! They might be giants. They might. I know. I actually have a couple of their kids' (laughs) albums, and so they um, are a band. They're an indie rock band from our era, Donna. Um, So their big album was Flood, actually, and Mm. so I will play some of that back for you. So, and you might remember they had kind of a breakthrough hit, Mm -hmm. uh, Istanbul was Constantinople. Constantinople. Oh yeah, Istanbul. Right. Yep. Okay, the Beardy Soundtrack. I thought you guys would get this. one. This is a good one. I I, Soundtrack. Uh, I I think I know now. Williams. No, he is Kenny Loggins. Loggins, that makes sense. Beardy soundtrack guy. <laughs> nice hint. I like it. I listened to him on the way in this morning. I like to listen to him around Thanksgiving. I feel like he has that folksy. Like yeah. him and James Taylor yes. are very good Thanksgiving music. So good. Very so handsome. Sad. All right. Um, All right. Neither of you guys got that one. No. Um, Shannon came back with a good one for this next one. Because the hip-hop duo member with a soundtrack album to his Cartoon Network show, Class of 3000, <laughs> is Andre 3000 yes, I'm Outcast. from Outcast. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> that one, I don't think any of us had watched that show or heard a song from it, but I thought the 3,000. The 3,000 did, yeah, we'll that's what got away. me. That's what got me. So because of that, Pam wins. Bam! Yay! And Donna's losing streak continues. It's now <laughs> sixty nine seventy one. Now, see, aren't you glad I learned the score? Now I can just tell you all <laughs> sure. the time that you blew like a six game lead. Pam, do you have kids? Yes, two. Ah, so you can go and find these. They they are much better earworms um, than when we were younger. So, <laughs> which I think is I appreciate. I appreciate that. So Rocco, how- you're suspended. <laughs> <laughs> I now forgot the score. What is it again? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay, so I'll put Pam on hold, and we'll get her that My Talk t-shirt. And uh, you guys can get tipsy or hear about the other songs that Miss Shannon thought I was going to quiz you guys Oh, about. what did you think? Oh, you know, see, because there really are... A lot of bands that were out there. So, like, the one that I thought he was going to talk about is, remember that band that did that song? You know, it was, uh, it was, uh, I, it, and I'm glad he didn't ask me because I can't think of it. So, it was um, a really moody, like, um, 1990s um, indie rock song. Is it that, if you can only see no, the No, it was, uh, uh, it was basically about, like, for life of me, I cannot remember, you know, kind of thing. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Um, but I thought he was going to do that. And then there's also, like, you know, along with They Might Be Giants, there was a bunch of people that have gotten, like, award, like, Grammy award-winning kids albums. Oh, that yeah. Are out there. For sure. So, yeah. like, Bare Naked Ladies has, yeah. like, a Grammy award-winning kids yeah. album. Yeah, right. Presidents of the USA. They yeah. Had, oh, I remember they, them. They went kid. Right. Um, and we talked about, you know, Bare, uh, we talked about Biz Marquee, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so yeah. a lot of indie rock bands ended up on Yo Gabba Gabba, which is a show that Biz Marquee was on right. as well. So, remember a band from the 80s, East Coast band, the Del Fuegos, they're from Boston? Yes. yes. Their main guy, Dan Zanes, went on to be like a kid rock superstar. That's um, right. Um, here, let's see if you can guys can oh, guess. Oh, Verve my, Pipe. My, um, That's who I meant. You're right. Verve Pipe. They have a kid's album. You're right. They do. And they're super emo. And that's why I was like, oh, okay, Verb Pipe, you needed some joy in your hmm. life. <laughs> um, well, just for kicks, this was going to be my um, my uh, tiebreaker. Okay. Let's see if you can name the film that this song was from. Oh, I love this. Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. Um, 2005 movie, I think. I ha- I've, I've been forced to watch uh, this. What's his face? Chains in the Giant Peach. No. <laughs> it involved a guy who liked to wear yellow and a small monkey. Oh, B. Oh, C- B. Curious George. Oh. Curious George. Yeah, we still watch this one. And it's Aww. a particular one, Curious George, and there's an elephant and a thing. and like. Yeah, you know who seems like he would have a children's album? Uh, Jason Mraz. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. I could see that coming. Because he's kind of, you know, fun and hitchy. Yeah, and I know yeah. you wanted to talk. Did you want to talk? Um, you had the Dolly Parton lullaby Yes, story. that's right. Dolly Parton. Because ha- that's her- another thing. There's like a series of lullaby albums where they take like hits and turn them into like music box. I love them. It's like the equivalent of Muzak. In an elevator, but for children. Okay. For little babies. So lullaby renditions of her songs are out. So you've got like Jolene and some of... Oh, here we go. Listen to this. This is Jolene, I believe. Because these things get stuck in your brain. So it's good. 
It's relaxing. Mm-hmm. I could see like sitting in a rocking chair with a baby and just yes. yeah. rocking to this. Because you, you'd be humming along and at least you're humming along to, to something, something that you're you know. okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though it's about a woman who's trying to right, <laughs> break but there's up no a words. marriage. There's no words. <laughs> a home wrecker. Right. Yeah, it's basically about a home wrecker. So. <laughs> Go to sleep. But you can hum it to your Go little to baby. Right. Yeah, you can. Your little baby. All right. Well, that's okay. available now. Um, yeah. All right. On that note, when we come back, whoa, I don't know if you saw this story about Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, she is taking action against a TikToker who had some not very nice things to say about her. We'll tell you what that story is all about when we come right back on My Talk. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. And thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Steve is out, he's on vacation. Miss Shannon is joining me. Hello. Hello. Gosh, it's going, the show's going by so fast. We're Just almost to our third by. hour. I know. So I came across this story. I feel like it was like Friday or something. Mm-hmm. But um, there is a TikTok personality named Hunter mm, Esimovic. Yeah. And he did an Instagram live stream on Tuesday to address questions and accusations about his rumored relationship with Millie Bobby Brown. Right. Who plays Eleven on Stranger Things. Right. And by the way, she's currently dating uh, John Bon Jovi's kid, Jake Bon Jovi, who is adorable. Right. Looks just like him. But apparently there had been pictures of her with this guy who... Echo on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he's 21, she's 17, so he did this live stream, and I guess it was like two or three hours long. And he just said a lot mm-hmm. of things, you know, including like, you know, men, you know, mentioning that she would have been 16 at the time, and using words like, I groomed her, and all of these things mm-hmm. that are just despicable charged language. Yes. And talking about very explicit interactions that the two of them had. Yep. Terrible. Yeah, really, really ter- terrible. Like people were, um, a user had written something terrible. Yes. Using very foul language that referred to body parts. And he apparently was drinking and mm-hmm. getting increasingly drunker as this thing went on. And more graphic as things went on. Exactly. I think the one of the things that bothered me most about it is as people were continuing to put con you know comments in it, he just double he would double down on mm-hmm. things and just go deeper into it. And there'd be a variety of you shouldn't be doing this and other people going, Yeah, tell us more and just going more and more into it. And he's there with a friend and they're right. kind of laughing and Then at one point when the public was really, you know, accusing him, um, he became really defensive, like you said, and said, you guys don't know the story of anything. And I will never apologize. I hope you know that you guys don't know a single thing at all. Well, that never apologized didn't last for too long. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Well, I hope he means it. You know, he said that. Live stream should have never happened in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was a stupid idea. Um, it went on for three hours. Right. And again, he got increasingly drunk and then he started to become really irritated. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate the fact that he's saying that it was, you know, that you know, when they were coming back and saying that it was not only dishonest, it was irresponsible and offensive. Um, the fact that he's going, yeah, it was immature and it was like all of those things. But do we, we, we seem to give 
young men, and I will count him as a young man because yes. he's only 20, 21, yep. a pass on reprehensible behavior instead of going, this is, you know, leaning into this and going, no, you don't get to, I, I, I love a redemption story, mm-hmm. but there should be more consequences because this is what has happened historically for so long. A guy can say whatever they want about a woman and a young woman, and then it'll stick to her like glue. Yes. And so now, yes. you know, Millie Bobby Brown has to come back and say, no, that's not true. It's not this. But it's still already been said. And, right. You know, and you, so and you, what do you do about exactly. it? Exactly. So, first of all, we have to remember she is not considered an adult. Right. She's a child. Mm-hmm. He's 17 years old. He is an adult. And so he after his apology a statement was sent to TMZ from Millie Bobby Brown and mm-hmm. her people that basically said this uh Mr. Ekimovic's remarks on social media are not only dishonest but also uh irresponsible offensive hateful instead of engaging in a public discourse with him through the press or on social media we're taking action right to ensure that he stops this behavior once and for all so i don't know what that looks like you know, is right. it suing him for, would it be... What's, cease and desist, all those kind of desist. things, you know. Is, but you know, I would sue the guy for, um, is it libel, libel? is writing? Mm-hmm. What's the other one? All of a sudden, words are hard. Mm-hmm. Rocco, help us. So <laughs> slander, 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 slander. So I so, think that would be slander. Slander, defamation, slander. And, and, and the thing is that I, I think you have to. Because there also seems to be this double standard where we'll go, well, guys don't count as adults until they're like 30. But if you're a young woman and you're like, we'll use young woman even when you're 16 and 17 and make it sound like it was her responsibility to make the right choice. And that if she didn't make the right choice, it was, you know, not it was more her fault and she should have known better versus, okay, you gave this guy a shot and then now he's being you know, a reprehensible monster. Right. And then I think about the, um, like, remember that Courtney Stodden and, mm-hmm. and Doug Hutchinson. Right. She's 16 years old. You're 15 But we're holding her old. accountable to make the same yeah, response. Yeah, like she's the behaving same like a slut. And right. she's, you well, it's know. like, this dude is, like, this is this is the, 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 the toxic society right. we created. Where it's like, we should be pounding on him going, that is not okay. Right. From his perspective. Exactly. It's not instead of it's instead of putting that up as a pedestal where it's like, wow, look how great he is that he managed to get this. It's like she's not a this. This is a young human being. That is considered you know, pedophilia not, right. in a lot of, you know, people's right. minds. You know, like she's not the property or a catch. Right. By what he's doing. So gross. Right. I just, I feel so bad for her because she seems like such a nice young lady and. And has had to deal with so much, you know, like, yeah, I, you know, I appreciated when her stories were coming out before where they're like, um, you don't get to, um, worry about, uh, whether I'm sexy and whether I'm not. Right. I'm a I'm 16 and yes. 17. Get off my page with all of that stuff. Yes. Get out of my feed with all of those things. It's just not cool. Right. Um, I feel like Billie Eilish had to deal with a lot of that kind Agreed. of stuff, too. Agreed. It's like, hi, guys, I'm not even 18 yet. So can we not sexualize me? I mean, and I think it's sometimes if you are, you can, you should still be at that point being able to decide how you're going to identify and what you're going to do instead of having it be presented and, and pressured on you. Totally. Mm-hmm. Ugh, just hate this stuff. And when Stranger Things coming back, by the way, <laughs> I'm really, I like, hate how much, how much time goes, you know, 
buy between seasons. You mean when we do seasons on a streaming service versus what we do with yeah, like, like regular in the fall. television? Every fall, we know where our show is going to come back. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's like, what, two years, three years? <laughs> I, what's going on? I, I get what you're saying, but then they're like, well, it's your job not to watch them all in one weekend, Donna. Then <laughs> you're true. like, maybe you should drip line yourself. Yeah, you're right. Good point. <laughs> do you watch Handmaid's Tale? Nope. Oh, damn. Here's why. I did for a while, and I just got to a phase where I, I think it's a, a great show. It's dark. It's dark, and so I just don't have a lot of room bandwidth right now for that, dark, so that's the only reason. Totally yeah. get it. You know, there's another show that I'm watching that I think Jason is watching called... Um, Oh God! It's called. It's in. It takes place in Hawaii at a hotel. It's called yeah, Orchid something. The white, the white orchid. It sounds right. Oh, which, like which series? I mean, what uh, ah, service is that on? I don't know. I think HBO Max. Okay, so with that, called? yes. And it's uh, there's a white lotus. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Is that it? Yeah, okay, there's a white lotus. lotus. <laughs> you know, one of those flowers. Oh, Steve Zahn's things. in it. Right, Minnesota's own Steve Zahn. Yes, is in that one. He All gets naky, nake, nake, nake. I'll give that a I shot. I don't think it's his, but it's. We'll very, pretend. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, all right, you guys. When we come back, let's talk about theaters being PO'd at Disney. That is on the way. And also, a quick reminder, Cat Video Festival tickets are on sale now. A dollar from each ticket uh, supports our charity partner, Biddy Kitty Brigade. Get your Chuck and Don's VIP tickets before they sell out.